Blog Talk Radio. Hello, everybody. It's Dr. Craig. This is the Inside Connection. I'm here with Christina Martin, and we're doing two shows in two weeks. So that's amazing because we're here again. And some things really are changing and moving forward. So when we looked at the ephemeris, which is the book that shows where the planets are and where they're headed, we were like, let's just do a show on changing planetary energy and what that means for all of us and how we embrace that. And I'm looking at where the planets are right now. And Mercury is at 29 degrees Leo, which means that it's going to go into Virgo very soon, probably tomorrow. And some other planets are actually fairly high up in the particular sign that they're in, including many of the outer planets that are going to change sign in the next couple of years. But what happens when the planets change signs and how do we embrace that? That is the topic for today. But first... Welcome to the show, Christina Martin. Ha, ha, ha. Good intro. I love it. Yes. Get us pumped up and ready to hear what's up to come. So, yeah, I'm super excited to be here, too. I think it's a great topic, especially because we, we go through this. This happens uh, fairly often where we have planets that change signs. You know, we all know the sun changes signs once a month. And to follow, we have the other you know, surrounding planets, Mercury and Venus, they also pretty much once a month. And then the we moon, the moon, the moon, the moon, the moon changes sign every two and a half days. Quick, quick. Real I know. quick. So us lay people that are just living our lives, we are going through that energy shift subtle, but we are doing it. So it's going to be fun to talk about it. Yeah. I think that we can talk about the wheel in general, right? What, how, why did the signs build on themselves the way that they do? Why does Taurus follow Aries? You know, mm-hmm. the grounding of a specific kind of identity, like in, in terms of, um, you know, oh, I think I'll uh, plant a flower, Right. But the, and that's Aries. And then you put it in the ground and then the flower blooms, you know, and uh-huh. what kind of flower was it? That's that's Taurus describing it and talking about it is Gemini. And how do we feel about it is cancer. Mm. Right. Right. Then. Yeah. And, and they they build on on that energy specifically in in uh, groups of four. Um, I mean, we could continue mm-hmm. with the flower metaphor, I'm sure, but um, but there's the next four signs are Leo, which also have to do with another layer of creativity, mm. right? It, it, you could, you probably could. I haven't fleshed this out actually, so I'm kind of flying by the seat of my pants. But okay, you know, see. right? But but what? But what does that flower mean if I like give it to you? You know, like if I mm. say like, oh. I want to give this flower to somebody and, you know, kind of make them smile, make their day, right? If I want to have a creative or romantic impulse, right, that's Leo, right? And and be playful, right? I want to go pick a flower and come and give it to you, Mm. right? That's very Leo. It's not about the self anymore. It's about interacting with another person. 
Mm-hmm. And then, again, like Virgo, which would be next, in, and that's where we're headed now with Mercury, from mm-hmm. Leo to Virgo, and also the sun's in Leo. So mm-hmm. that's all about the creativity, which we talked about last week, I think, because we did a new moon show about Leo. Mm-hmm. And it was all, what is that creativity that we're wanting to bring to mm-hmm. each other, right? Now Virgo is coming, and it, there, this Mercury going into Virgo is a pretty strong prelude of that energy that's going to come upon us. And that's how mm-hmm. do we take care of the flower? Because it's one thing to like give it to somebody, but then you have mm-hmm. to put it in a glass, and mm-hmm. then you know you have to give it water, and mm-hmm. otherwise it's not going to last very long, right? Mm-hmm. And the Libra, the Libra part of it is the the negotiation with the other person about the communication. Oh my God, thank you. That's such a nice flower, and mm-hmm. right. And then Scorpio is how we feel about it. That makes me feel loved. That makes me feel like you care about me. That makes you me feel like you were thinking about me. Mm. Right. When we take it to the next level, the person who got the flower takes a photograph of it and posts it on Instagram. Uh huh. Right. Let's and then they share their excitement about the flower with everybody, with the larger community. Mm-hmm. Right. So Sagittarius takes an idea and then brings it to a larger audience by teaching and expressing their passion. Right. The mm-hmm. passion with with the with the larger group. Right. Capricorn is probably the posting of it, right? The actual mm. grounding posting of it. Sagittarius mm-hmm. is the thought that you want to post it. You want to share it with the larger community. Capricorn is the posting because then it creates a reputation. Oh, mm. someone gave this person some flowers or a flower. How beautiful. And Aquarius is the dialogue back and forth that happens in the comments section between everybody mm-hmm. who's affected by it. And then Pisces is how do we all collectively feel about that after we read all the comments and have shared the experience. Oh, my God. Claps. Golf claps. Can you hear? <laughs> that was great. <laughs> that was so good. There Yay. you go. The there. 12 signs and the lone uh-huh. flower. And the a lone poem. flower. A, yeah. A poem by Dr. Craig. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Yeah, beautiful, because that all really happens, and that all happens in the Zodiac, and each stage is important and builds off the other stage, and, and you know, I feel like even uh, there there seems like there's like a little bit of a adjustment from the stage before, like, you know, we know with our Leo energy, we're really outputting right now, and so our adjustment is to kind of with Virgo discern a little bit what exactly we want to output and keep outputting rather than just all out there. And there's like that adjustment that happens. Virgo is how to take care of, you know, mm-hmm. how to take care of what it is that we've, right, what it is that we've passionately thought of. Does it have roots? Mm-hmm. Does the thing we're passionate about really have roots? We can think a lot of things. You know, they say ideas are a dime a dozen, and that's fire. Because mm-hmm. in order to be able to take an idea and actually turn it into something tangible, it takes a lot of energy, mm-hmm. like a lot, a lot of energy mm-hmm. to make the to do to create and make on the physical plane the simplest thing. Mm-hmm. 
yes, the simplest I thing. I mean, we take all of that for granted. But, yes. yeah, you want to make, like, a kitchen table? That takes a lot of energy. So I mean, much someone has energy. to think it up. Yes. Someone has to think it up. That's the creative aspect. That's the fire. That's Aries, Leo, and Sagittarius. And then it has to be grounded into the physical plane. It takes a lot of energy. So some ideas just fall by the wayside because there isn't enough energy to make them real. Mm-hmm. Obviously, yeah. lots of ideas come to life. Because there are lots of people who have lots of ideas that are working towards making them happen. So, mm-hmm. right, our stores and the world are, is full of a lot of things because people's ideas have manifested on, from the most practical to the most artistic. And segueing this back to astrology, the production of those things, the creation of life, the way in which we experience it, communicate it, share it with each other, and then enjoy the tangible results of our passion is seen in the 12 signs. The 12 signs are are road markers for the different Mm. ways in which we produce those things and then share them with others. Beautiful. Yeah, right. I mean, each element has three signs and three kind of stages of its own evolution. So Mm -hmm. our creative, you know, starts with ourselves and then reaches out to, uh, you know, our like local, you know, friends and people that are around and love us. Yeah. And then it gets to uh, the biggest audience of all, the world. Right. On the stage. The public world. Mhm. Yeah. So I'm always really in tune with sign change. I said to um, my partner over the weekend, I said, can you believe that Pluto is going to change sign in 2023? Oh, actually, I said, do you remember when 15 years ago, I said to you, come on, let's go into by the altar and we'll light a candle there because Pluto is going into Capricorn. I remember the apartment we lived in at the time. It was a long time ago. 15 years ago. Right. A whole other lifetime. And now it's getting ready to change signs again and it will create a new chapter in in human evolution. It will Mm -hmm. guide it. It will guide it. Um, To say that it will create it is a little misleading because I believe that we're in charge of our own destiny and these energies are like road markers or the roads themselves. And, you know, we get to choose the way in which we want to travel on them. Mm -hmm. Um, But they guide us to specific destinations that are our destiny. Ha, destination. (laughs) Perfect. Yes. <laughs> yes. Weird how that works out. Just like that. Yeah. <laughs> Cute. That was funny. That was worth a chuckle. <laughs> <laughs> destination. Uh-huh. Yeah. Destiny. Yeah. Well, destination, right? Oh, simply really means where are you headed? Mm-hmm. 
what's your destination. Right. But destiny is loaded with this cosmic, you know, it's your destiny as if it's faded or if it or it's somehow out of your hands. And I don't really, really believe right that. Right. I don't really believe that. I think that, yeah, there's a there's a very elevated spiritual thing we could talk about where time is an illusion. So God knows how everything is going to turn out already. That's fine. From our perspective, we're still living it. So you can, you couldn't really say, well, okay, so your destiny is just to be, you know, some drug addict or something. We all, if, if that, if that's how your story turns out in life, it's not because it was faded on you and that's all that was available for you to choose. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, right. Like, like there are choices that we make as adults. I think sometimes we're subjected to things as children that are out of our control. But as we become adults, if we're functioning at all, we're able to make choices that um, guide the direction of our lives, the destination. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I, I think that the chart in general is more about maybe the, the lessons of overcoming some of these things. So it's more showing the lesson of overcoming being a drug addict or a lesson in overcoming having no boundaries or a lesson in these types of things where you may be more strong in the end if you choose to be that, you know, wisely move through the best at your ability. I think that there's a lot of free will there. I think that's so clear from the people that we work with. Mm-hmm. You know, the way that you just said that, you know, that it, what we're stuck in is absolutely mm-hmm. and clearly the thing that we actually need to work on to overcome in this particular mm-hmm. lifetime. Mm-hmm. It's very simple. That's a pretty simple thing to say, right? It's like saying, where do you feel stuck? That thing is the thing that you need to work on because you need to unstick it. Mm-hmm. Right. Maybe that's the quote unquote destiny of your life or one of the destinies. 100%. 100%. Get over 100%. it. 100%. Well, unsticking it Learn or it. not unsticking it is the yeah. destiny. Right. 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 Because that's what will create the path. Mm hmm. Yeah, that's deep. Mm-hmm. That's deep. It takes some work. It takes some work, and I think that people are really shy of that word. You know, everyone work. wants to play. Yeah, the idea that life has its enjoyable, playful moments, and then it has some level of responsibility, restraint, discipline. You know, people like all of what's going on in life except the Saturn part. It's love. <laughs> they love the play part, the action yeah. part, the love part, the socializing part. And yeah. then they have to take care of their health, take care of their family, take care of the money, take care of their job, take, you know, and that somehow all of a sudden is a burden, like uh-huh. showing up. 
Right. Showing right. up for the responsible part. That's interesting because Mercury is moving into Virgo. Yeah, no, that it's a perfect time to talk about talk about the responsibilities that we have to take in them. The maintenance, I mean, I see it as the the price you have to pay for admission, the price you have to pay for some of this fun stuff, this enjoyable stuff. It is, you know, you can only do it for free for so long, <laughs> and then it comes back to bite you or something's not going to yeah, work so well. Like like any school, right? Like any mm-hmm. school, you have recess, mm-hmm. and then you go back to class. Yeah, let off some steam, but school is not recess recess and then one hour of lesson yeah oh you even get summer vacation you even get summer vacation and then you go back to class yeah yes yes weekends recess summer vacation perfect that sounds like there's a lot of free time built in yeah (laughs) yeah that's why so many of us sign up to come here but virgo the virgo part is back to class aha uh-huh. big time right that's why it's coming now yep. that's why it's back to school and it's virgo again and we buckle down mhm right yeah is the last summer. hurrah right fun summertime play is coming to an end right we got it no and hopefully we generated some ideas you know though what the meaning of life comes from helping others, mm-hmm. you know, it, even if that just means helping like your family or whatever, it doesn't have to be like, oh, you help others with your job, although most people do, because mm-hmm. most jobs are about helping others down to the most most menial, low-level job. Mm-hmm. It's still about mm-hmm. helping others in some way. Mm-hmm. You know, even if you're stocking shelves, you're helping others, you're helping people. Yeah. yeah. Right. So, yeah. so we do have to get back to that. And I don't think there's any real reward in just taking care of ourselves and being on some kind of permanent vacation. That's great. It's great. It's great to be on vacation because we all need a break so we can connect with some other aspect of our personality or we can take care of ourselves, like self-care. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Recess, mm-hmm. weekends, and vacation. Yeah. Yeah. Those things yeah. are built into the rest of the year, though. We get recess, weekends, and summer vacation, and vacation at other times, right? Yeah. It's good, Christina. This is the pattern. This is, and so when a planet changes sign, that facet of life that that planet represents. If it's Venus, it's about love. If it's Mars, it's about initiative. If it's Mercury, it's about the way we think. If it's the sun, it's about our basic impact on the world. If it's of Jupiter, it's about the way we expand into the world. If it's Saturn, it's about the way we restrain ourselves. That basic facet, when the planet changes sign, takes on a different vibe, right, so that then we can continue to build on the flower story that I told at the beginning. Mm-hmm. Because you can yeah. substitute the flower story with anything. 
right? You can substitute it with anything. I want to go to class. I want to take a class. I want to lose five pounds. I want to have a baby. I want to expand my business. I want to find a boyfriend, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. You can substitute any of those things into the flower story at the beginning and follow that flow as it leads you through the 12 signs of life. Right. All the steps, the climb up, the evolution forward, the destiny meeting point. Yeah. Yeah. It's beautiful. I was thinking like it reminds me of like, it's like a bell, a recess bell. You know, every time a planet changes signs, it's like ding, 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 ding. Okay, let's switch energies. Let's stop what we're doing now and change it up. Because when you're in school, you go to different classes. Correct. Next is history. After that, science. After that, Great. I have a break. And then I have Great. Spanish. And then, yep. Seems mm-hmm. so fundamental, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah. It's fundamental and it's cyclical. Like mm-hmm. every year in August, you take the class called Leo. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and every year in September, you take the class called Virgo. Yeah. Because, because, because the actual hours of daylight, the way that time changes, the way that the weather changes, the way that the world changes, the way that your body changes based on hormonal changes that go mm-hmm. on at those times of the year are suited to those signs and those energies and mm. in the metaphor, those classes mm-hmm. that you're going to be taking. Beautiful. Yeah. And you, and you know, you, it's like we're continuing. I mean, it just depends on what stage you are in life, but you could be doing the sure. elementary cool. school version of it. Maybe you're in the middle Correct. school or the high school version of it or the, PhD version of it, if you're lucky. Correct. Great. That's why it's not a circle. It's a spiral. Uh-huh. So it comes around to the same point, but it's it's spiraling upward. Mm-hmm. Right? Just like the planets and the solar system and the galaxy, like expanding through space. Mm-hmm. They're not actually going around and coming back to the exact same point. Not in space, they're not. Mm-hmm. The entire thing has moved. The entire solar system is not in the same spot where it was last year. Right. It's expanding through space. So even though it's going around and around, it's it's going around like in a coil. Uh-huh. Yeah. Up, up and up. Yeah, it's a whole conversation right there, too, about like the Kundalini, <laughs> like the energy that resides and the fact that it's like a coil and... And the chakras emanate from it and all that. I can tangent with that one for a long time, too, I'm sure. But, like, like, you know, we were talking about the sunflowers that are growing out in the yard and how big they are now and how beautiful they are and how the seeds, the seeds in the inside of the sunflower are spiraling around like a Fibonacci sequence. Oh, beautiful. Yeah. And the sunflowers are covered in bees and the bees are laden with pollen and they all go back to the hive and then they build a comb that's also in the Fibonacci sequence. Yes. Yes. And how amazing the universe is that it's constructed around so much harmony and like there's a, there's something in the undercurrent of life that's holding it together. That's so beautiful. And so 
intangible and and beyond mm-hmm. beyond the understanding of our minds. Mm-hmm. Our yeah. minds are not capable of grasping it. Period. Right. They're not capable of grasping it. You, you, it has to be something different in order to be able to grasp, like the subtle nuance of what it takes for life to exist. <laughs> yes, that's what happens when you get to the end of the Pisces class, sixth period. Exactly. You learn. <laughs> You've exactly, done all this. <laughs> exactly. Once you get to the end of the Pisces class and you do reach nirvana and you yeah. become God realized, then yeah. exactly, there you go. Exactly. But but any guru will tell you that that's not experienced in the mind. You have to completely get uh-huh. rid of the mind in order to be able to experience it. Yep. Throw it out. Right. Great. We've used it <laughs> enough. <laughs> Perfect. Perfect. Okay. Well, on that, note, oh. on that note, I'm wrapping this one up. Yeah. This is a great show. I'm happy we that talked about it. That was fascinating. Beautiful. Yeah. Beautiful. Thank you so much for engaging in these conversations with me. You're an inspiration. As are you. You, I really, we're going to, we have this show recorded, so you did hear it first. We're starting a poetry book from Dr. Craig Martin. Yeah, exactly. The 12, the 12 signs and and navel gazing. Um, (laughs) 12 signs and the art of navel gazing. No, it's nice. It's nice. I don't want to minimize it. That was, that was, amazing that that was an amazing journey right there whatever that destination was to the destiny of this show mm-hmm. it it took us there mm-hmm. in a big in a big beautiful way yeah yeah well we, we're happy talking about it so you know when you're happy yeah the, the more you learn about your chart the more you can understand yourself and the better that you can understand yourself the more happy and successful you're going to be Mm-hmm. Preach it. Yeah. Pretty simple. Pretty simple, although pretty difficult sometimes. Misery misery comes from denial and resistance. Yes. Right? So who you are is what is. And if you resist it or you deny it, you're not a happy person. Mm-hmm. So right. you have to find you have to find your truth. Yes. And and you have to be present with it. Yes. Yeah. And do the work. Go to class. To, and yes, and do the work to make it real, to make it whole, to make it valuable, to make it, you know, loving and kind and, and all of those things that, that make life worthwhile for us all. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or enough philosophy before I burst into flames and, and you know, like, just, like, ascend out into the clouds here. Yeah, no, that was nice. That was really nice. I'm Craig Martin. You've been listening to me and Christina Martin dialoguing about the planets, the signs, and the philosophical movement of energy into the unknown. We've had a great time, a wonderful time. And um, if you want to find out more about getting your chart read, you can find us at Sage of Stars. If you want to find out more about learning astrology, you can find out more about that at Los Angeles Astrology School. We have new classes starting in September. 
And other than that, we'll see you next week. We hope everybody has a good week. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.